0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, before we do get into today's story, just a couple of warnings before we do, it does contain death and mentions of suicide as well. So if you do wanna skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are down in the description and along the timeline below. The story is from a deleted user titled, my wife was killed in a tragic accident. Then I found out she was cheating. Two months ago, my wife of 10 years, I'm 35 and she was 34 tragically passed away in a car accident hit by a drunk driver in broad daylight i cried non-stop for three days we were planning on having kids and i had started a good paying job a year earlier and we were just purchasing our first home just two months before her death i just couldn't and still can't believe she has really gone from my life it's like yesterday everything was heading in the right direction and would soon raise a family She seemed happy in our marriage and stated how proud of me she was the following week after the accident i received her phone which was locked after a week i found out how to unlock it by an obvious code i didn't think of earlier i simply just wanted it to keep photos in her memory photos of us and so forth but i saw some odd things in her photos including photos of her in someone else's house a house which i had never seen before taking provocative images I continued scrolling down and seen the most heart-wrenching thing I have ever seen, which was her with another man. It was nothing sexual, but they were in a place that was obviously his, and just how close they were. I just knew this was an affair. The guy who my wife had an affair with showed up at her funeral. I felt like I got stabbed in the gut when I realized I'd seen him there. I began reading her text, and first I found out that she was on her way back from his place. Three hours before the accident, she texts him saying, I'm on my way. I knew that meant he was the last one to see my wife. Not only see her, but having an intimate moment with her. Also, she would still be here right now if she wasn't seeing him. I feel like I'm going through a death of a loved one and a breakup at the same time. She did this behind my back and will never know that I found out. In a way, I feel she got to escape the heartbreak she put me through. Although I fully understand death is much worse and even knowing everything I know, I'd never ever wish this or any pain upon her. I found out not only through her text but her Facebook messages. Something that absolutely enrages me is that she told her closest friend that this guy from work wanted to take her out to dinner. A friend encouraged her to go out with him. It enrages me because I know her as well and in person she was always very nice. But my wife was asking her to get confirmation. Had she said... No, you are married, do not go out with him. I honestly feel like she wouldn't have done it. But her best friend was like, oh, is he hot? Oh, do it, go have fun. It's just effing enraging. This happened six months ago when she asked her friend about it. A few days later, she talked to her friend about how after dinner, she went to his place and had sex multiple times. When I read that, I honestly got physically sick. I honestly started going through a breakdown Vomiting in the toilet, then crying on the bathroom floor. I just can't imagine that this stuff actually happened, but it did. How could she do this? But As the days passed, the initial shock began to slow down. I started piecing things together. At the funeral, I noticed something a little unusual, which was this best friend of hers talking to one of her co-workers. This was a friend from high school and there was no reason she should have known any of her co-workers but she was in fact talking to her co-worker who she had the affair with. And she came and talked to me, gave me a hug. The guy who my wife was having the affair with came and shook my hand. Something about that just makes me feel sick, like I was being humiliated in a moment of grief. There was him and her best friend who knew about her affair. I couldn't help but wonder, did her co-workers also know? It's been a month, and I feel no closer to breaking away from the heartbreak. I miss her. I want her to be alive. If she was, I would probably even want to fix our marriage. But she's not here anymore. I still couldn't bring myself to read all of her text messages with him. There is hundreds and some are sexually explicit. My blood boils and my heart aches when I open their text and I get hit with anxiety and an adrenaline rush. Palms get sweaty and hands shake. But I feel it's important I knew everything. It just breaks my heart this guy did things with my wife she wouldn't do for me the thing that blows my mind the most is that there were no warning signs at all not effing one our marriage was good she never did anything suspicious our sex life went on as normal just zero warning signs about it other than the fact she started wearing a little more makeup than usual then i blame myself for not catching on maybe this all could be prevented maybe i should have done this or that i am broken and don't see myself ever being happy again And we do have an edit first on the post, and then an update as well. My word! First, I gotta say, I'm, I'm incredibly sorry that something like that happened. How? I can't see a way of moving past that. That's so such a betrayal and devastating to hear all at the same time. Someone that you loved with absolutely everything, and then you find out after she's gone that she's just betrayed you. The friend knew. They turn up at the funeral. There's just so much going on. How do you navigate your way through that without the help of a professional? Knowing that you can't ask her, why? Why would you do this to me? My stomach's turning just thinking about that. Now, obviously, this isn't advice, but my initial thinking, I can't help myself. I think I'd have to say something to the friend. I'd have to say something to the affair partner because I just wouldn't be able to let them sit there with what they've done and let them know that's okay because it's just shit. But Julie B 1973 says, my God, I'm so incredibly sorry for you that I have no words. I can't even begin to imagine what you're going through. There's a lot of conflicting emotion. I know this is a standard Reddit response, but I very highly recommend seeking out therapy. You need support in this. I'm so sorry for your loss. Decorum asks, is her affair partner married? When are you going to tell the friend that you found out and that you know she encouraged her to do it? OP responds saying, no, he isn't married. Appears that he was and is still single. I already told her. She first told me that she was very sorry to hear that she did that, but that I shouldn't tarnish her reputation by telling people. I said, I'm only telling you because I know you encouraged her and she hasn't replied. But it's only been a day. I'm not sure anyone would know how to respond. Duchess of Big Mac says, I am so sorry. I'm also processing a massive betrayal. This must be absolutely devastating. I know you are thinking a million things in your grief, but I just want to make sure you had or will have an STI check. It freaking sucks, but it's a good idea. People who are selfish enough to cheat are selfish enough to not use a condom. TTK Ram says this is a tough story to read, but I wish you well. Had she lived, you would have eventually found out and be in a fight for your house and assets on top of how your heart feels now. No, it's not a good thing your wife is gone, not at all, but when you look at how this played out, things could have been way worse for your overall health in the end of that scenario. Do not let this take over your soul. It's okay to look at the future with a home-free attitude. And one more comment from another deleted user who says, Man, I can't even imagine the amounts of sadness and anger and fury and hurt you are feeling. I don't even know you, yet I'm angry about how the situation happened and played out. First off, I'm so sorry that your wife died. I know now we know she wasn't treating you well, but I know you're still grieving hard and I can't imagine the pain of losing a spouse. I'm sorry you found out about her infidelity, but you'll make it through this. I'm sure it'll be the toughest time you'll ever go through, but I believe in you. I don't know where you sit at now, but I'll be praying for you and peace in your heart. I wouldn't wish the pain and anger you're feeling in my worst enemy. You'll make it through. So first, OP edits the post and says, thanks everyone for all the support. I honestly didn't expect so much response. Everyone who wished me well, thank you, and know that your kind words give me strength. I have a response back from her friend, stating that she is deeply sorry for encouraging the behavior and not taking my feelings into account. She never wanted to hurt me and yada yada. Honestly, I didn't feel any relief from her apologies. About the phone, I cannot bring myself to destroy all the truth. I feel like I must have read through the entirety of my wife's text with this man, or I will forever go crazy, wondering what did and didn't occur, how often, and maybe get some answers on if they were lovers, was it just lust slash sex, or what did she plan on doing? Obviously, in this state of trauma, I cannot emotionally handle reading their conversations, but I decided to keep the phone, to read it all, and then toss it and move on. Also, for the people telling me to piss on her grave or this is karma, please drop it and don't comment. I loved her for over a decade and it's not going away like that. I still love this woman, even with the disgusting things she has done. She was still my wife, a daughter, and an aunt. She didn't deserve to get hit by some drunk driver and suffer the bleed in her brain that ultimately caused her death. Please go away. I do not need this and I'm not sick-minded enough man to have those thoughts. But everyone else... Thank you so much. So then, OP updates the post, which says Hello, all. I love everyone in the sub. You guys have shown me so much support regarding what I've been dealing with. I can't say anything has gotten better, especially during this epidemic where I'm stuck not working now. Just too much time. Anyway, people mentioned getting in touch with my wife's company's HR about a co worker whom she was having an affair with. He is single. I've done this and I asked about it and they said there was no policy against co-workers getting romantically involved as long as it is off work. I kind of figured this was the case as much as I want to get him fired and ruin his life it was in fact consensual and their affair was off the clock. So I understand there was nothing they can do. I didn't think there was. I sent a screenshot of the message of her friend encouraging her to her boyfriend on Facebook. He replied that He is sorry for what happened to me but that she didn't think she would actually do it that i shouldn't blame his girlfriend for my wife's affair or death so i guess it's a dead end there as i am talking to a doorknob who believes whatever his girlfriend says i got a ton of suggestions about posting her text messages to publicize what she did i am not going to do this and i really don't understand the point of doing it she is gone and no consequences left to suffer no justice will be served she is gone I will be only making this more difficult for her family. Besides, it's not really anyone else's business, even if she was alive. So I decided to go through all her texts with him and her other friends. I was going to wait longer before looking but I just couldn't sleep. I couldn't seem to move from wondering how, where, why and not having any answers. Her entire conversation with him was still there and from their first and last texts. A little bit of good news is she expressed guilt although not right away, about the affair. And after meeting him the second time for sex, she expressed guilt and she told him that she can't continue seeing him. But of course, it would continue. Their conversations would range from her being very close to him, sending heart-filled messages, to next thing, totally ignoring him. But she would sometimes apologize for ignoring him, which obviously angered me. Bad news is, she would be much more sexually exploratory with him. She also smoked weed with him, which I'd never seen her do. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I found out he had anal sex with her more than once, yet it's something she'll never let me do. She also had him sleep in our bed on the night I went to visit my brother. Also, she gave him head while he drove to get lunch on their lunch break. She talked about it like it was funny. This isn't something I was ready for, I began shaking and puking, it gave me a severe anxiety attack and I resorted to drinking last night, cause it was just too much. I feel like he took her from me, like he killed her because she would be alive if she didn't go to his place. I've been obsessed with the dates on their messages which they would meet. I would go back to my social media and camera albums to see what day that was. I was heartbroken when I seen they met on our anniversary. I took her to dinner to the first place we went on a date. I remembered that day as a very good night with her. Very romantic, and we were both so happy and close. I felt like I got hit in the gut knowing she had sex with another man just hours before our date. Makes me sick, I don't see how I can get over this. My mind is still numb after what I read last night. I just can't believe that crap actually happened. I honestly wish I never discovered this. I'd much rather have left her phone alone. I'd rather have remembered something I never knew. A lie compared to how I feel now. But now that I know, I need to let go of all the love I have for her. I'm mourning her death and I miss her so much, but it's time I need to realize she isn't who I thought she was. I have read everything there is to know. At least I don't think I can hurt any more than I'm hurting now. Here is to hopefully healing. I have a talk with a psychologist in about a month if i feel any worse i will go to the hospital because i'm feeling close to suicidal but i know it's an illogical feeling i must go on and there was one more comment from op who says i don't think you understand i never discovered the fact she cheated on me during her funeral let alone knowing it was him i'm extremely angry but i am more hurt than angry i feel i don't have the strength or energy to be angry the whole thing has drained me to exhaustion and depression It's pretty much how I've been feeling, especially upon finding out. Physically sick, that nausea feeling in my stomach, and feeling of fear slash hurt in my chest. I don't feel any better yet, but I don't know. I'm beginning to feel more numb to it. And I'm incredibly glad at the end of that one, although it's absolutely devastating story, of course, that Opie is seeking out that help and would have hopefully got it by now. Because like I said, I just don't know how you navigate something like this. I'm, I'm reading this story trying to think of like how even close it's something of like how OP might be feeling. And I just can't. My head is like jumping all over the place. Just trying to think about all the different things going on in this story. Like the grief of losing someone, the grief of your relationship and knowing that they cheated on you, him turned up to the funeral, the best friend involved as well. Do you keep reading the phone messages? I think there was a lot of comments saying, you know, just get rid of the phone, etc., etc. But I think like OP, I would want to know the ins and outs of what was going on just for closure's sake. But is that a healthy way to deal with things? But an incredibly sad story overall. I'm gonna turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story, we're going to jump over to the I don't work here lady subreddit from jumping tadpole 85964, who says, crazy woman assaults me for not knowing where the coffee is. I've stumbled upon this subreddit not too long ago, but reading some of these stories has reminded me of an encounter I had about seven years ago. I was keeping a very detailed diary at that point, trauma therapy related. So I have all the details logged as well as all the info I got afterwards. A little bit of background is in order here. I grew up in a very abusive household, berating, gaslighting, emotional blackmailing, hitting, screaming. We're all on a daily basis for the first 23 years of my life until I have finally saved up enough money and mustered enough courage to leave that hellhole of a place. I moved to a different town, about two hours by train, found myself a small apartment and a quiet job as an office assistant. I have also started therapy as soon as i settled in to become more of a person instead of the big pile of poo my parents made me believe i was now unpacking all the baggage wasn't easy and in the first two years of therapy i was a wreck high functioning but still a wreck i was diagnosed with cptsd depression anxiety and a couple of other things on top i was fortunate enough to have such understanding colleagues and at least didn't have to worry about my job or income on top of everything With that out of the way, let's get to the actual encounter. It was about 10 months after my move. One Saturday, after a really long crying episode, I went to the fridge to find out it was empty, save for a lone pickle in a jar, and I needed to get some groceries if I don't want to live on crackers and pickle water. I totally wasn't in any shape to go anywhere where there might be other people, but it was my fault for postponing the trip for so long. So I've just pushed myself to get dressed, brush my teeth and hair, grab a shopping basket and go to the nearest supermarket. Which was incidentally the same chain I was working in part and full time when I was living with my parents in the other town. Which really wasn't surprising since the chain is in like every bigger town. So I walk into the shop already shaking and anxious and not trying to attract any attention to myself whatsoever. I grab a bit of produce, of milk, several packets of ham and cheese, some yoghurt. I am almost done. Just a bag of sugar, some pasta and ketchup, and I can bolt to the register. I am telling myself when someone taps me on the shoulder, and I am immediately triggered, meaning most of my system shut down in order not to do something stupid. I slowly turn around to see an angry-looking woman. That could be my mother, which is acting as another trigger, nervously tapping her foot on the floor. Uh... Uh, can I, um, help you? I managed to get out through the fog because my polite system stays operational at all times. About time you notice me. I've been talking to you for about three damn minutes by now. Where is that coffee that is supposed to be on sale? It takes me a while to process what she was saying and formulate an answer. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I, I don't drink coffee. What do you mean you don't drink coffee? I didn't ask you to drink it you dimwit i asked you where i can buy it at this point the lady is practically screaming at me at which point i start to back away from her and then everything goes blank the next thing i knew i was staring at a hospital ceiling with a throbbing pain at the back of my head and a nurse leaning over me asking me how i am feeling to which i asking her what day and time it is and what the hell happened she frowns and says it's sunday 8 p.m and apparently you hit that shelf pretty hard I just let myself fall asleep again because I seriously wasn't in any shape to think straight at that point. On Monday, my therapist came, helped me call my workplace since I definitely wasn't coming to work for a couple of days. And two police officers came in to take my testimony and ask if I want to press charges, which has taken me aback. Like me suing someone, for what? Apparently, after starting to back away from the woman, I shut down for good and started frantically pleading with her to please not hurt me while she continued to scream and close in on me, until I could not step back any further, at which point she got upset, grabbed my shirt, and yanked me to her to be close to my face, to which I have instinctively reacted by pushing her away with as much force as I could. Since she didn't expect retaliation, she lost her balance, let go of my shirt, and we both went backwards. She has landed on the tile floor, bruising her butt while I hit the shelf behind me, head first. Security guard and one of the employees got there in about the same moment, so they saw us fight and fall. The security guy went to help the karen still screaming at the top of her lungs that she wants me fired for being rude while i was just curled up on the floor with hands around my bleeding head crying and promising i'll be good just don't hurt me anymore anyway police and paramedics came officers scooped up karen after seeing the camera footage while paramedics scooped up me and got me to the hospital with a fine brain concussion It has turned out that Karen was originally from the same town as me and saw me working at the supermarket there regularly. So when she happened to be in a different town, it didn't occur to her that I am not working in that particular store. And since she was somehow acquainted with my mother most likely told what a piece of I am, she treated me accordingly. Or at least that's my conclusion. To this day, I'm not aware of any other interaction between us than this. I ended up pressing the charges after consulting my therapist. I think Karen got charged with assault, destroying property and something I don't really remember and apparently didn't bother writing down and ended up in jail for two years since I got that head injury and my lawyer didn't miss the opportunity to throw in my mental health state as well. I didn't set foot in that supermarket for at least a year afterwards, just bought a new shopping basket and went elsewhere. When I eventually did go back I ran into that employee that was there during the incident and they told me a couple of details the police and doctors omitted like the part where I was crying and begging on the floor. I've had a couple more encounters with Karens after that in various places, but by that time, I was fortunately way better off mentally and never broke down like that again in public, which is also why I'm able to write about this now, at least anonymously like this. Now, firstly, I just want to say I'm incredibly sorry for what Opie have been through, not only in their past, but dealing with, to this day, by the sounds of it as well. And having to deal with someone in a supermarket like that. I'm incredibly glad to see that they did press charges. You know, we see it a lot of times where people don't press charges for being physically assaulted. Which which I'm not playing down. Can be difficult for some people. And some people just want to move past things. But it's, it's satisfying when someone does press those charges. Because the person deserves it. And I shouldn't be. But I'm always shocked when people show who they are in supermarkets like this. Very brief explanation. Like I told you before, I used to work in market research, and part of that job was going to get products from stores, like competitor products, to match against, to test against other types of food. And the batch codes always had to be the same. So the day that it was created, always had to be the same. So you had to go to several supermarkets to get the same batch codes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I went from supermarket to supermarket buying products, and you know, I'd have to take a notepad with me sometimes to write down the batch codes, and then go to another store to see if they got a matching one. To make sure we had the quantity that we needed so i was in a lot of supermarkets for at least three years of my life going from supermarket to supermarket it wasn't the main part of the job but but i also came a lot of absolute crap behavior people who think because you're holding a notepad and a pen you work then they come up to you and be just blatantly bloody rude i've had managers called on me i've had my shirt pulled told to f off p off and like i said i shouldn't be shocked by how people react but just like how do you treat another human like this? someone you don't know it's just absolutely ridiculous if you ever do want to hear any more of those crazy market research stories just let me know i'm sure i can squeeze them in somewhere along the line currently writing a bunch of stories now that you guys wanted to hear so (laughs) bear with me anyway i'm going to turn this one to you guys how about you have you ever had I don't work here lady experience. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. How did you deal with it? I'm sure there's a fair few retail workers down below that can give us some stories here. I've heard some before. Madness, let me tell you. But just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. Getting involved in the stories, your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much and hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love.